0: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way, back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series, joining you Monday to Friday at 10am at UK time. I'm joined this morning by
1: Charlie. How are you doing, mate? You good, Joel? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Um, uh, as I was saying yesterday, the weather's not a, as good, but it's it's been raining here for the uh, like last. It. Yeah, I Yeah, like it. it's, it's weird because it was like, it was a thing of... Because it's now getting to September, I was expecting it to get a little bit cooler. And then last week was the hottest it's been for a little while. And now hopefully it's starting to get a little bit a little bit cooler. But I do like uh, being in a t-shirt and shorts.
0: Yeah, no, I uh, I don't mind being a t-shirt and shorts. It's more a case of like the weather being 30 degrees. It's just not comfortable to sit in an office and write and sit all day. It's just not ideal. So, yeah, I am... Bring on the clouds is what I say. A little bit of overcasts um, to uh, to keep the sun off our, our, our windows and that. So, yeah, I'm very much appreciating a little bit of a downturn in the uh, in the weather conditions. But uh, we've also seen a bit of a downturn in the action uh, over the course of the international break. It has been a quiet one uh, for an Arsenal point of view, which in some ways is good because, you know, if we had a loud international break, it's usually not for the particularly great reasons and usually related to injuries. So... So far, so good. Touch wood, which is positive. There has been some lingering transfer links after the closure of the summer transfer window. We'll kick off with this report from the record in Portugal, which suggests that Arsenal made a bid of around 35 million euros for Usmana Diamande, who is uh, a defensive midfielder who also plays at centre-half as well. He was previously at Midgilim, where Arsenal were credited as having an interest in him. He played, of course, for them in their game against Arsenal in the Europa League last season. Um... And uh, what do you make of the idea that Arsenal supposedly made a £30 million bid for a a central midfielder last summer on top of already having Rice and Partey and Jorginho?
1: Uh, To be fair, I think it's... I I wasn't too um, disappointed with it. I think we can always uh, kind of improve on our squad. I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with with a submitted bid. But obviously, as you said, that he can play uh, a centre-back as well. He can play at, at CDM. So he's got a bit of versatility, which is what Arteta has been looking for in most players that he's been signing, really, like and Timber. He can play across the back line. Declan Rice, he can play in a deeper kind of line, midfield in uh, a midfielder role, but he can also push up a little bit, like we've seen against West Ham. Um, players like that he he signs players that seem to be quite versatile uh especially across the back line uh yeah. the the likes of ben white uh, the likes of tommy asu as well we know that they kind of switch every so often like we've seen for the first three games i think it was that ben white played uh, a right center a right center back position and then moved on to a uh, right back against manu so yeah i think I reckon it could be a good sign especially with the fact that he's 19 years old. The only problem is there have been reports that uh his um uh his his release clause is 69 million pounds. Yeah. And for someone that don't get me wrong, I think he I, I think he I mean what what are the stats here I've got it here he's he made 34 appearances last season, uh, scored two goals and provided one assist and kept 11 clean sheets. And a half. To be fair for, for, <laughs> yeah yeah but what I'm trying to say is from a centre-half kind of position 11 clean sheets that's not too bad for a 19 year old two goals one assist it's not too bad but 69 million I think is is asking a bit too much for him I don't know too much about him at all I mean I said I said to you beforehand uh before the show I didn't really know too much about uh to be fair either of the people that we're going to be speaking about but even so i think it is good that arsenal do have links to a young another young center back we we know how good saliba is uh, with the age that he's at as well um i think with i think bringing in a 19 year old would be good for the for arsenal's future just maybe not at 69 million
0: yeah i do tend to agree uh, i think that he's a player that if he's versatile enough to play in kind of this defensive midfield role as well as playing majority of his games at center half, um, he fits into what Arteta likes in, you know, a player that's got that versatility. Could he play in a fullback position? Maybe. Uh if they've signed, you know, they've got at the moment Ben White playing, you know, as a right back, and Saliba and Gabriel look to be the most natural center halves in the team. And behind them, you've got Tommy Asu, who can play across the back four, Kivio, who can play across the back four. um, I say across the back four, kind of more so on the left, but he can play right centre-back as he did at Newcastle, for instance, last season, not really at right back. And Timber, of course, who's out until the course of next season, maybe it was more so they were looking at trying to bring in defensive reinforcement because Timber was injured and there just simply hasn't been a lot of movement in the defensive area last summer across the whole of the market, let alone just you know, uh, for Arsenal and in the Premier League. There hasn't been too many high-profile defenders make those switches and there aren't too many around. So if Arsenal are trying to identify the next one, it seems Diamande might be one of those. If they return for him in the summer, if this story is true, we'll have to wait and see. But he's an exciting young player that, as I say, was linked to Arsenal before he made that switch to Portugal. And it seems though Arsenal want to try and position themselves to make sure they're the team that he makes his next step to, if this is true. Another one of those players talked about uh, is Antonio Nusa. Uh, there's been suggestions that Chelsea have been very interested in him, but suggestions Arsenal and Liverpool are also keeping an eye on him. In terms of like, this is for me, a very similar kind of link, you know, another Young player playing in a you know a, a second tier, if you like, uh, European league uh, with respect to them in the Belgian league um, with Club Bruges. and I think he plays as well and has played for for Norway and is playing for the senior Norway team as well. Um, so it's interesting to see kind of what Arsenal do with the winger position because will they go for a young player like Anusa to to support someone like Bakayasekou?
1: Even Anusa, I think, plays more so on the left, but what do you make of this link? I don't think there's any point in kind of pursuing it um, personally because we do have Bakayo Saka and we've been saying, oh, yeah, uh, well, even even though he plays mm. possibly a majority on the left, as you just said, we could, we sometimes do need a bit of a backup for Bakayo Saka. But then when we think about the wingers that we've got, I mean, G- Gabriel Martinelli has been playing uh, a predominant amount of, of time this season so far. Trossard has only got 60 minutes in the league so far this season and he's a, he's actually a very good player isn't he so and that was a striker that wasn't even kind of replacing Gabriel Martinelli Kai Saka on the other hand if if he needs a rest if we want to rotate there we know that Trossard can play on the right as well but then we also have Reese Nelson it doesn't really seem like there's too I don't it doesn't really seem like there's much need to bring another winger in i think if we're going to kind of if we're going to look to strengthen anywhere else as we were just mentioning possibly the kind of center back defense uh, def- another defensive option maybe i think that's probably where we should build on because of timber's uh injury and ha- the longevity of it i think that's the only kind of thing possibly one of the only places that we should be looking uh to to sign but doesn't really seem like he should be someone that we should be bringing in. I mean, Chelsea—they uh, did table a bid for 25 million pounds. Uh, I think it was this summer for him, and they—I mean, that—that that was enough to bring him in, bring him to take him to to Chelsea. Sorry, but he he declined that. Uh, he didn't want to move uh, to Chelsea. He didn't think that it was the right move for him. Uh, I mean, fair play to him. I think that's the right decision for him to to stay there. I don't. I think that it was a. It, that would have been a poor decision if he was to go to Chelsea with the yeah. amount of players yeah. that they have but I, I'm not, uh, to, I'm kind of going off on a tangent there but what I'm trying to say is 25 million I guess that's not too that's not too bad uh, for po- well he's an 18 year old so he's obviously got a lot ahead of him Arsenal will be competing with the likes of possibly Chelsea again I think it's uh, Liverpool, uh, Newcastle, Ajax, Borussia Dortmund, Lyon and Monaco he's he's Kind of attracted a lot of attention uh, elsewhere to, to to take him away from Club Brugge. Um but that's not to say that I that we should go for him. Maybe he, yes, he is a good player, as I just mentioned. I don't know much about him at all, but yes, maybe he's a good player. But we've we're, we're kind of stacked in the wing of positions, and we're stacked with quality as well. We know that when Reece Nelson comes on, he create he always seems to create something. Uh, I mean, he, he was uh, part of the build-up for... Well, he, he started the build-up for Gabriel Jesus' goal against Man U when he came on. We know what he did against Bournemouth last season. He seemed to be our most exciting player when we lost 4-1 against Man City. And we saw how... We know how good Trossard is. He scored against uh, City in the Community Shield. The that kind of quality that we have up front it doesn't seem like we need to kind of build on that maybe he could be a player that we could bring in and take out and move on on loan that seems the that for me seems like that would be the only thing that we should do in in this instance because i don't see him getting a run in ahead of bukayo saka gabriel martinelli reese nelson and trossard i just don't see it um especially with the amount of experience that he has being an 18 year old it just doesn't make sense, really.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I agree with you in this sense for Noosa um, because, look, he's a player that's 18 years of age. He comes into the team. He's more of a left winger. Can you justify that type of move? I'm not sure, especially when the, the reports are that he's going to be costing like upwards of £30 million, pounds, I think. you know, So I just don't think it makes too much sense uh for go for a left winger when we've already got... Trossard, Martinelli, Smith-Rowe, that can all play on that side. If you're going to bring in a winger, bring someone who can play at that right wing. I think that would make a lot more sense. Um, but there aren't too many out there at the moment. And you're right to point out that, you know, we're not really rotating too heavily at this point in time. We may do with the Carabao Cup and Champions League getting underway during this month. But, uh, it, yeah, it's difficult to see a reasoning behind why we would uh, invest in, in the left wing when right looks so much One, I think Gabriel Jesus as well, can potentially be a rotational figure for Saka. You can play in Ketia at centre-forward or Trossard even there and use Jesus to rotate out Saka if we want to. So there's options for us, and, and I think we should definitely use them. Uh, the big news yesterday, of course, that we have to talk about is uh, the Champions League squad being announced as well. And in it contains the likes of Cedric, uh, Mohamed Neni, Lino Souza, James Hilson, some surprise Inclusions, it probably confirmed to us that despite maybe some trance windows still being open somewhere in the world, that Cedric will be an Arsenal player. There won't be any kind of termination of his contract. I think that's because of mainly Timber's injury being as is. Um, but what did you make of the squad being announced and, and Cedric staying as well?
1: Um I mean, I'm not too bothered about the fact that Cedric's staying now that the transfer window does seem to be in the Premier League. One's come to a close. Everything else seems to be coming to a close as well. Uh, I mean, with nothing kind of seeming to progress, it didn't really seem like he was going to be moving on. Hopefully we do just get him off our roster pretty soon, though. I think that we do need to get him out uh, in January. And obviously, if not next season, he just doesn't really seem to have any kind of, position in this squad anymore I mean with 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 how we've been playing recently we know that Partey can play right back when he's not Ben White can play right back and then Tommy Asu we know that he can play right back as well if he's not playing left back so we do have options there once again uh, yes I know that we were just saying that if we are to strengthen somewhere it should be uh, the defensive options but that uh, that's even with Cedric in the squad, I do think that he needs to move on. He's not really that uh, uh, good enough. But even so, I think it's a it's a squad that we that we were kind of expecting. I think, well, personally, that I, I was expecting to see. I mean, I know that you just mentioned the the names of uh, who is it and uh, Sousa. Uh, I, I I wasn't. I don't actually know who that is.
0: <laughs> huh? or Souza. Sorry. yeah Souza. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, it's like, I, I don't know who that is. and He's, but, a seven, he's uh, 17, 18 now, year old left back. Moment, but yeah. obviously with the likes of Timber out, he's not included in the squad. Uh, and that's fair enough because we're not going to see him until possibly the likes of March. So, yeah, I, I think I was expecting it. We see everyone, we see... Everyone that's in the normal squad, the likes of Ramsdale, I think uh, David Rye is in it, obviously. the Declan Rice, Saliba, Gabriel, all, all of the names that you would expect to be in there are in it. Uh, uh, I think it is literally except uh, Yuri and Timber, but that is obviously because of his injury. Um, but this squad, I, I think that we can do really well with it. Um, even with Timber out, I, I think that we could go pretty far. Hopefully, we don't come up against uh, a team that's too... Uh, that's too good, let's say, uh, in the um, earlier stages of the knockout. Hopefully, if we get through the group stage touchwood, uh, you would expect us to get through that, especially with it being our first year back in six, seven years. Uh, I'm sure that Arteta and the whole squad really will be pushing to get as far as we can with this, with it being our first year back. Um, But I, I really think that, I genuinely think that if we come up against a team like Bayern Munich, like the likes of Real Madrid, even Man City, if we come up against them in the later stages of the game, uh, of the competition, we can beat them. We've been proven to, to beat the likes of Man City. We obviously beat them in the community shield. We, I I think that when we're at our best, we are a very, we are an extremely, extremely good team. And, there are times where you see our team now and last season where you where you think th- this team is, is unplayable. You can't you can't beat this team. Essentially, when we're at our best, we are one of the best teams uh, in Europe, and we proved to be one of the best teams in Europe last season. I mean, I think there was a point where it was I think it was Arsenal and Napoli were were the two teams to essentially be at the top of the table of the whole, the whole of Europe, we, we seem to be unbeatable at that point almost. And if we can kind of refine that form going, going into this Champions League uh, competition, as I just mentioned, we could go very, very far and God, I really, really hope so, especially with the fact that it will be our first year back. Uh, Everyone's so excited with the fact that we are back as well. Uh, It's been a long time coming. So if we are to go far as well, it would just make it so much sweeter.
0: Yeah, I think we've got a really good squad for this tournament. I think that we're in a position whereby uh, we can rotate if we need to. I can see in the question there he's saying that, you know, he wants to see Smith Rowe get some minutes. And I think Smith Rowe will get some minutes in the Champions League, hopefully. You know, there is still an element of, you know, you need to to play a relatively strong team um, because they're, you know, they're not mugs by any chance, the opponents that we've got. You know, Lawns came second in Liga last season. Yes, they're weaker, but they've got some still very decent players. El-Yawahi coming in from um, Montpellier is a good centre forward. Severe of course, Europa League winners in European competitions. They are still very good. And, And PSV beat us last season, you know, in the Europa League in Eindhoven, so You know, you can't take any of these games for granted and Arsenal need to make sure that they do get some very good results in these to help their momentum in the league where perhaps, you know, the Europa League last season in some ways stunted us a bit. You know, use those games to build up momentum even more. Don't allow you to start losing games. I think the PSV game when we lost that last season, we actually, it was off the back of another poor result i'm pretty sure if i just have a quick scroll back to it last season we ring a bell to be fair to southampton away from home uh, mm. and then we lost to psv um so the, you know even though we lost to psv we then went on to beat um nottingham forest 5-0 in the next game but still it's like it, it seems like that southampton game that 1-1 and you go into the europa league game we change things up a little bit in, in terms of the lineup you know Vieira started right wing, Lekonga started that game, uh, Holding started in in defence, you know, and maybe we need to go a bit stronger. We have got stronger depth options now, you know. Jorginho's here, Trossard's here, uh, Fabio Vieira is a better player these days, and we'll probably play in in midfield as well if we use him. And plus, PSV don't have Gakpo and Simmons and Ibrahima Sangara as well as Nav. There points out in the chat box, so you know it's important to point out these these differences. But you know, I still think that Arsenal in the Champions League is an exciting thing. I can't wait to hear the anthem again at the emirates that's going to be exciting um and uh, yeah i look forward to to covering it this season as well it's going to be exciting any final thoughts charlie before we wrap up
1: uh, i think uh, i just to be fair i completely agree with you with the with the rotation really in in the champions league uh i'm excited to see see the rotation actually this time because mm. as you mentioned last season we had the likes of vieira right wing lukonga was playing holding was playing we will see a better rotating team, as you just mentioned. We won't see the likes of Lekonga uh, as a backup. We, we know that Jorginho has Champions League experience. We know how good Trossard is, as I've just mentioned multiple times. Maybe we'll see Gabriel Jesus or, well, Gabriel Jesus or are We know how good Nketiah has been so uh, recently. We know how good Gabriel Jesus can be. We know how good Reese Nelson can be as well, as I mentioned. And, yeah, I think this, that that's kind of squad depth that we now have, it doesn't scare me as much as it used to. Because whenever we used to play against, well, in, in the Europa League, really, as we were just mentioning, against PSV away, I think we were through at that point. It just determined whether, I, I can't remember whether it determined that we would be Top or not? I think that might have been a, a later game, but even so, it was like when we see that against PSV, who were the better team, uh, it was us and PSV, the two better teams in that group. It was like it—it it didn't seem like we would be able to beat them anyway with that lineup, almost. But now, if we are to rotate, we know that we can give we, we can give teams a good go. We can really push them to their limits because we know how good our our, our depth is in the, in our squad now. So. That excites me just anyway.
0: Yeah, it's going to be an exciting season. Uh, And I think there's more to come. If Arsenal were to win their next two games against Everton away from home, which is a difficult game for us, of course, and the North London derby, which historically hasn't been too difficult at home, to be fair, it would mean that we'd have more points this season than we had last season at the same stage, despite the fact that you know we started last season with five Uh, wins and then that defeat at Manchester United be able to go first six games undefeated with five wins would be brilliant let's keep our fingers crossed that Arsenal was successful in that aim uh, because it would be very impressive indeed if we were able to do that thank you Charlie for your time really appreciate it mate thank you for having me and thank you to everyone watching and listening of course Absolutely. Uh, thank you to the chat box, as Charlie says. Really appreciate your time and commitment. Drop a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you're new, and we'll be back tomorrow morning, of course, with another episode for you. Have a great day, and as always, keep following us down at the Arsenal Way.